guys, this is Dustin from Music the Lifeblood. Real quick, I've got a story for you. The other day, I hit the town in search of music, specifically vinyl, because if you guys listen to Music the Lifeblood, you know that we're into vinyl. We love it, can't get enough of it. And like many times before, I decided to go stop into indie CD and vinyl here in Indianapolis. If you guys have never checked this place out, or if you're not from the Indianapolis area, this place is amazing. A shit ton of vinyl. Things that I haven't even heard of. And you guys know that Big Jake and I are totally into some obscure shit. They've got stacks of wax. Metal, hardcore, punk rock, reggae, hip-hop, EDM, all kinds of crazy stuff. But I walked in and I walked straight for the metal section and you know what I found? I found Power Trip. Their new album, Nightmare Logic, on 12-inch black wax for only $14.97. Indie CD and vinyl had it for that cheap and i think that's kick ass so if you guys are in the indianapolis area i want you guys to stop into indie cd and vinyl and check it out if you're feeling skeptical you can also find them on facebook and twitter at indie cd and vinyl make sure you spell that i-n-d-y get it right that's important indie cd and vinyl where the music is at sitting around with time to kill if we don't do it then no one will our eyes are cold our thoughts are You are now listening to Music The Lifeblood Generation behind Going nowhere is just fine Maybe tonight, some night we die Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Music The Lifeblood I'm your very humble host, Big Jake, my left-hand man, my partner in crime What have you been listening to? What have I been listening to? Actually, we just recently discussed, I've been listening to the new Power Trip album the the nightmare logic mm, 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 yes quite mm, yes, yes yes quite mm. uh funny you know just worth noting yeah that i did an unboxing or an, an opening video of this album on indeed. the uh, music the lifeblood uh youtube vinyl thursday episode you have indeed this is a really good album yeah, Part of the, it is uh, a really good album. The the weird thing about these guys is that obviously you could you could put them in with like new school thrash movement. Oh, absolutely. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. they pull a page out of that playbook. But but yes, worth noting even more so is that there's a lot of crossover appeal here um, with stuff like you could draw a line from them to like the Crow Mags. Oh yeah, from for like sure. the yeah, yeah. Uh, mid late eighties, early nineties era of the Crow Crow Mags. So. This album's really interesting, I think. The uh the Executioner's Tax. Um have you listened to that song? I've listened to the whole album. It's the one yeah. it's Swing of the Axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that album. This God, this album's really, really good. But I did a I did a, a an opening yeah. of this album for a Vinyl Thursday episode. And I think the actual album itself is incredible looking. It's just a black album. It's just a yeah, but that's the that, black vinyl, man. That, that's the thing about that's the thing about uh, vinyl collecting now that everything is on color. Yeah, so when you get a black one, so it's when, like yeah, yeah. The all black yeah. ones are kind of rare now. Like yeah, there's not a lot true. of people doing them anymore. So a lot of bands are on budgets, and sometimes they can't afford you know crazy colors with yeah. the pressing plant and stuff like that. I'm listening to man. I'm just I've been just doubling down on the power metal. Yeah, just doubling down. I'm way, in, well, I'm way into it right now, though. More so than a, like I have been in a long time. I am way into power metal right now. So I know that you love Man of War. 
I uh, don't, in fact. Man of War. Sorry, I said Man of War. I mean, yeah. Man of War. The- <sighs> man, I, I, you, you, you won me over an argument with them about their place in power metal. Sure. But I just sure. don't fucking care for it. But they, they deserve their place. What's they are, your, they are what's your, place. what's your, primarily, what's your gripe with Man of War? It's Man of War. Why do I keep saying Man of War? I, I know. keep the sea animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man yeah. War. Um, it, it's just. I don't think it's as technically profound as a lot of other power metal bands really I like obviously I love Dragon Force, which is like incredibly technically profound. Um I really like um Unleash the Archers, again, super technically profound. Yeah, you talk about those guys a lot. I like I really fucking like Unleash the Archers. Yeah. They actually just released a new song and it's so fucking good. Um I like even like way back I'd like Maiden, which is not power metal, but it's very much in the same vein. And like a little bit, yeah, yeah. Well, what well, dual, dual guitar, what very era? Symphonic. What era of Iron? See, Maiden. I always, I always, I always go back to Number of the Beast, and I always go back to Power Slave, right? And that's at least the aesthetic of Power Slave in particular. Right. It's like it's a big over the top production and most power metal bands do something big like that on right. stage i love blind guardian again very technical i love symphony x which is pr- power prog like they do like that's very proggy stuff but again it's really over the top so my beef with with man of war is like it just seems i don't know it just seems boring a lot of i don't really care for his vocals a lot of times there's a there's a very notable plotting yeah it's because a lot of the stuff you look at manowar's stuff especially their newer stuff back in when they were younger less so but like it's almost doom more so than it's power metal these days well yeah a lot of their stuff one tempo yeah it's real slow all the time i always you know the the weird thing about power you and i define or or identify as Mm -hmm. power metal fans on (laughs) <laughs> a very different thing. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna get very sociological here. Oh, okay, okay. Uh under uh power metal power metal fandom exists on a spectrum. <laughs> no, you're it, that's pretty you accurate. Know, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah, you can be one end is Man of War, the other end is Dragon Force. Dragon Force, Holy you Knights. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. completely completely different thing. And I tend to uh I'm somewhere there in the middle. Because yeah. I can appreciate a band like Halloween. Halloween's real good. Um, Into Eternity. Oh, I love Into Eternity. Um, um, I even think, some Iced Earth. I think. I would, oh yeah, very yeah. I no, exactly. They're a power metal band. I think a good middle ground that's not quite Man of War and definitely not Dragon Force is like Hammerfall. Oh yeah, Hammerfall falls right in the middle of like if I had to put. A logo on like if I had to pick a band and be like, this is fucking power metal. This is like the root of where like the set. Not maybe not historically, but like the sound of power metal. It's either Hammerfall or uh, Primal Fear. That's yeah. where I put like that's fucking power metal. Primal, Primal Fear is a what? What I would? Well, I would confidently say they are mm-hmm. a like a chronically underrated band. Oh yeah. Primal fear is fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They're way, too, I, uh, they get bypassed way too much. They're actually, I'd always like dragon force. That never really, I didn't realize there were other bands doing that. I didn't realize that was a thing. I thought right. it was just, they were their own little ecosystem of like crazy wacky bullshit that I loved. <laughs> and then I, uh, I, I knew it had a name. Like I knew it was called power mode, but I kind of thought, cause they had t-shirts way back in the day. 
that um what's I think it said I think the front just had like like the the, the bathroom girl photo, you know, mm-hmm. like this the outline of like the triangle dress female sure, bathroom sure. girl. And the back said uh I think it's like extreme power or I think extreme power metal slut or something like that on the back of it. <laughs> so I, I can't remember what it was. It was years ago. <laughs> right. So I kind of thought that was a, in my young 15, 16 year old mind. We don't, we don't get a lot of exposure to power metal in the States. Right. I thought that was something they made up power metal. Ah, fucking I like I dragon force and blind guardian end of list. <laughs> I kind of is what I thought that was. So I never really had any exposure. And I was at a show one time when I was like 16 Maybe I mean fifteen. I was young, and uh, a record store in Newcastle that was called Imagine Music um, was sponsoring the show. So they had all these overstock CDs and stuff. They were just literally handing out at the door. If you bought a ticket, you got a random CD. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I got this. I got. Um, <laughs> believe you can. This this night shaped my life more than I care to admit. Because I played my show that night, and then I got, not knowing who this was whatsoever, I got Jordan Rudis's solo album. Oh wow! In my hand, okay. that was I think it was called "Carry Home," "Carry Onward Home," something like that. Carry and, on, my wayward son. Sure, yeah. Uh, and it fucking, I was like, "What is this? Oh my god, this is amazing!" And uh, and then my buddy who went with me, who wasn't even in the band, he's just hanging out with me, got "New Religion" by Primal Fear, and I looked at it. Uh, it, had, it has this this uh, a fire on front of it in the shape of a bird, like a like a like an eagle, like an eagle of some kind, like the phoenix. But no, but it's literally just fire on the ground in the shape of a bird. Oh, and uh, and it's called New Religion. I turn it over and the song. I'm reading these track titles and I'm like, this is power metal. Right. Like this is fucking like. This is fucking power metal. Right. And I, we went to go eat after the show, and I fucking took his CD and was like, you're not getting this back. <laughs> and I put my CD player, and it was like, it's like, this is what I've been looking for. Right. <laughs> and like, right. and so then I realized it was like, oh shit, this is a thing. Other other bands doing this. And then so I like, that's what kind of got me hooked was I realized other bands are doing this. And then right. soon after I found, uh, my buddy from school, who was way more into metal than I was, usually into like like the faceless and the really heavy stuff. He liked Chimera a whole lot. Way before I, I was listening to like Foreigner and shit. And he was like, "Dirty white boy." Dude, I fucking love Foreigner. Still to this day, I love Foreigner. Um, yeah, but, but what the hell is up with Dirty White Boy? Who cares? That's so fucking. Weird. He's a dirty white boy. That's dirty so white boy. That's so strange. Man, it's fine. It's weird. Yeah, but uh, my buddy Brad was <laughs> like, "Hey, I think." I I know you're trying to get into metal. I think you'll like this. So these all these events compounded very closely together. So first thing was Sean McRoberts, my guitar player from my old band, brought me an orange burnt disc that just said in like the most typical like 15-year-old Sharpie metal font that like your sharp edges says Dragon Force. And I was just like, holy shit. And then soon after I got that CD at that show and then like a week later – a buddy at school was like, I think you'll like this. I know you're trying to get into metal, but you don't like screaming. And he gave me a hammer false threshold. Hmm. And it was just like, what is this? <laughs> this is a thing I can get into. And I like just dove in from there. And then like, I found three inches of blood after that, which screamed where they also did like, not very like King diamondy power metal vocals. The music was thrashy, but still had that power metal edge. Hmm. And like all that happened in the course of like a month. So like I just like immediately fell fucking in love with that genre of music. It's weird how it grabs you the way oh, that it, it fucking the way that it me. does. Yeah, you know, I had that. 
That's what punk rock did to me. Really? At an early yeah. age. Well, um, I think you were even younger than I was. Like you were like what, 12? I remember you started Yeah, I punk? got yeah. I got I got in real young. Yeah. I started I started buying music um seriously buying music at 7. Like that's, that's what young. I that's what I was buying with my allowance. You know, really? I'd start buying cassette tapes and CDs and stuff like that. And uh I re- I remember, you know, when I was younger, I, I was seven years old when I discovered Kiss. Yeah. I discovered them on the Crazy Nights. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had – my dad had one of the Kiss albums like in vinyl. Yeah. That was just in his – he had like behind his door, he had like a, like a box of vinyl from when he was young and like Ted Nugent and – kiss were like right in front right and i was always like what's that <laughs> i need yeah. to know about that yeah 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 I, I started real young it started out as kiss and then eventually i discovered black sabbath and then Fuck i started yeah. then i discovered white snake and rat that's a weird <laughs> that's a weird jump well my, my it's also like kind of like a quote-unquote more obscure hair metal band is when, like well i well i wouldn't i wouldn't uh, Compared to like a lot va- of the other the ones, the vast majority of White Snake's catalog, I wouldn't call it hair metal. Gotcha. Um, it's more in line with Led Zeppelin, but it's where and, like it'd be like than it is your introduction else. into eighties music being like the Bullet Boys. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, it's strange. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Well, yeah. my, well, I went with my mother and brother to see White Snake on the self titled album. Um, uh, here I go again um, on your own uh, in the still of the night. Yeah. That album. Gotcha. I gotcha. got to go see I got to go see him with him and like I really, really enjoyed myself. And then I hopped on A C D C specifically yeah, Brian yeah, yeah. Johnson era Who Made Who and, who made who? and Fly on the Wall was what See re- that's, that's my really that's my least me. favorite era of A C D C I think it's amazing. And uh from there, you know, Kiss was obviously the big one. You're already into Kiss at that yeah, point. Yeah. But by thirteen years old I had you know, no 12 by 12 years old, I had been introduced. I'd finally latched on to like Nirvana. And then I read a Kurt Cobain article, a guitar world or something, yeah. player Matt article. And he started talking about black flags damaged album. See, I, that's like, um, I was, I never had the interest in Nirvana. Like even when I, I was super young and getting into music and like, Everybody was talking about Nirvana and like Kurt Cobain was so cool. And I remember like even when I kind of when you're at that young phase and you're just like looking to music because someone tells you to and you're wearing shirts of people because someone tells you to like you right. feel like you should like this. I never liked Nirvana. I you know, I don't I don't think Nirvana is a bad band. Oh, no, not at all. I'll, like, I'll say I, that. They did. A, they had a huge impact on music. I just like never got into yeah, it. Yeah, I had reason. a I had a quick burst of just like. Nirvana. Nirvana. Ah! Yeah. And then and then you had the the punk boom with Green Day, Offspring. Oh, I hated that too. No effects, you know, all those bands, you know, and that's kind of the direction that I went and that's yeah. how I just that's how I discovered Black Flag. Black Flag I really iron gripped. Yeah. Onto them. I th- it's just it's strange to me when you uh cuz we've talked about this in the past mm-hmm. the 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 path that you have your musical to, path the, yeah to get the, where you the are. musical path you take as an individual and yeah. where you go with it and how it might represent something completely different yeah to you than, it, yeah exactly than what the vast majority of people That's represents to them so. what power metal was to me was right. because it was I remember I had that burnt disc of Dragon of Force. Dragon Force that like literally the song Soldiers of the Wasteland. 
physically changed my life. Like right. from that, I heard that and from that moment on, everything was different. Right. And I remember taking it to school when I was in, uh, I was in drama club and like band and all that kind of stuff. And so I was going to these events, just literally carrying a, bo- a CD player around with that CD in it and was just plugging it in anywhere I could. It was like, you have to fucking hear this. And I remember my, the, the thing the, that means something to me different than other people was that it hit a chord with me because it made me think of when I was young, which is to me, it sounded like video game music. It sounded like the things I heard in video games when right. I was young, which is something I've always been into is video games. So the, the reference point I had and why it struck a chord with me was I was, I was, Going to my friends with these this literal fucking boombox carrying it around and being like, you have to hear this. It sounds like someone took Mega Man and turned it into a band. <laughs> and I was like, you have to fucking hear it. Right. So like that's that's what chord it hit with me. Right. And I think that's why it still resonates with me is because it's it feels like a part of something either in no way related, right. but it feels like part of something in my life that's it encompasses more than just music. Yeah. It feels like it's a part of every little thing. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, it's got, um, it's got meaning. It's got, uh, it's got, it's got meaning in more than just, I like to sit and listen to music. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. It has, yeah. it has, you can, it books, it bookmarks certain events in your life. Like it's, it's just, you know, I, I never even thought, I kind of never thought about how weird it was. The fact that I was just carrying around a boom box like at school and just like stopping and plugging it in in the hallway. It's like, yeah. you have to fucking hear this. Yeah. yeah. This was, I know yeah. what MP3 players are like just come out. Nobody had them yet. They were very expensive. So I was literally just carrying around a boom box. I never <laughs> thought about the fact that's really fucking weird right. until just now. Right. But it's, but that's what, yeah, that's perfectly normal. Yeah. You know I, I mean? like, I, it I'd be literally that, like, I remember, I, there was this. I've never had it happen again. I always thought. I always thought if I listened to Dragon Force for long enough, this would happen again. It never has. But I remember, like, because after I showed that, I was shown, given that CD. That's all I listened to for like weeks. It was just that CD, nothing else. And I remember the first time I went back to listen to anything else. I think it was either Metallica or Zeppelin. I just mm. go back to listen to it with some friends. I remember like. Stopping the CD, I was in their car and like stopping it and starting it, stopping it and starting it. And they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Is your CD fucked up?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "It sounds slow." <laughs> like I remember it physically right. hearing like it was playing slower than it was supposed right. to, and it's because I listened to I got into power metal and everything was just always 200 beats or more, right. and so it, everything physically sounded slower. And it just like I remember just being like, "I don't want anything else but this." Like yeah. this is just what I want in my life forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's amazing though. You know, yeah. when it has that, when it has that profound of effect, Yeah, I, I always think that, um, you know, on the, on like the music, the lifeblood, like if you look at the, the, our, our, our the hosting site for our, the podcast, yeah, yeah. you know, what we're doing or like our Facebook or whatever the case is. I, uh, I've always put music as the soundtrack to our lives. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know, hear us discuss, you know, our soundtrack, you know, yeah. that, that sort of thing. And I think there's so many different things that represent just completely off the wall shit. Sometimes yeah. important stuff, <laughs> sometimes horrible events. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You assign you you as an individual, you assign music to events, time periods, and you know, just significant things in yeah. your life. I think to me that's that's super interesting. I just you know I lost my virginity to Super Unknown by Soundgarden. 
See, I, you know, I don't like, think I was listening I, to anything. Everyone always has that song they're listening to when that happens. I don't think right. I was listening to anything. <laughs> There's nothing. I think it was just like the sound of like a fan in, the, like, in, like, in my room. Aww. Just just this is a nice warm hum of a fan. <laughs> is that's it? Yeah, it was a super. It was super unknown. Yeah. Specifically, specifically the song "Super Unknown." Yeah, yeah. By that's... by Soundgarden, I think. Hey you! Who? Me? Yeah, you listening to this episode of Music the Lifeblood? Since you're getting this shit for free, why don't you do Music the Lifeblood a favor? Okay. If you're listening to this show on iTunes, then leave a rating and review, even if you hate it. If you're not on iTunes, is there a like button? Yes. Then hit it. And don't forget to share this episode on whatever bullshit social media platform you're into. All right? All right. Fuck yeah. Music the lifeblood. I just... I That's have, interesting. I can't... This, this might be a TMI about my life. I can't listen to anything and, and make the fucks. Because, <laughs> like, I get distracted too easily. <laughs> yeah. Just like it's hard to like thrust I, and headbang. You know, at you the know, same time. The, this has came up. This has came up on episodes way, way, way back yeah. of the music, the Lifeblood podcast. But I, um, uh, for me, what what has always worked for me ever since I was a teenager. Yeah. Ever since I was a teenager, when I started becoming sexually active, I, um, if I'm at a point. If I'm at a point where I feel like, oh God, it's coming on too quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Gotta, we got to slow down. Ah, I've always just sang Misfits songs in my head. See, I, uh, and I it still, it's to this day. It works. To this day, still works. I, I, uh, you, in my mind, you, you make a, a blank space, like, you know, like, just like the white infinite, right. and you build a rocking chair piece by piece. <laughs> you have to imagine each piece of it being that is so built weird together it can be anything with my mind it's always a chair you have to just like everything okay you gotta you got the arm and it like has a nice curve right. and you have to attach it to the back you have another arm with like the same curve and you attach it to the back right. and like yeah, just piece by piece you have to think about it in high detail and then i could keep it i could keep so keep the erection going That's so strange <laughs> i you know and my best friend told me that when he was like he was because he was sexually active way before i was because right. i was a fat nerd and he was like nah man you just got to build a rocking chair in your head and i was like you're right that works <laughs> wow that's yeah. so strange so power metal <laughs> right right i you know i don't know the when i when i think about you know there's songs attached to you know a bunch of important stuff in my life you know like my wedding um there's a song by rocky erickson called burn the flames yeah 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 um you know, the first time I ever heard Crazy Nights by Kiss. Yeah. You know, the first time I heard I Love It Loud, I watched the video, and that's what made me go, whoa. whoa. Yeah. What the hell is this? Or I remember hearing Black Sabbath at a young age. I remember hearing Black Sabbath at a young age, and it scared me. Really? When I was like, I'm talking like kindergarten. Right. Like way young. Right. Um, My neighbor had on like some kind of classic rock radio station, and- I forget what song it was. It was either Sweet Leaf or it was one of the more obscure ones. It was Sweet Leaf or Children of the Grave. I want to say it was Children of the Grave. Yeah. And it like it frightened me because I was Yeah, I was like, this is so different than anything I've ever heard before. Yeah. Which is now one of my favorite Sabbath songs, but I remember being like six and it scared me. God, the production on that album is 
crap. Yeah, but it's great. Yeah. I love like the sticks on the rims. Yeah. 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 I think it's, I don't understand how you can, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand how you can have a, an album that sounds like master of reality or, mm-hmm. or uh volume three or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the picture of, is that I don't know. Anyway, how you can go from that to the, what album is sweetly fawn? I could not tell you the, the oh, black Sabbath up. discography is one that I'm not familiar with. I just always had the, it's hard to traverse. Yeah. Sometimes. There's a lot of it. Yeah. I'm going to look it up because it's going to fucking bother me. It's going to cover for you, I guess, while you sit in silence. All right, here we go. All right. All right. Sweet Leaf, Black Sabbath. Uh, oh, right now. Oh, it is on Master Reality. Is it on Master Reality? Yep, it is. Because I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Volume four. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I got them mixed up. Yeah. Volume four and Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, in my opinion, sound the best. But Master Reality sounds like. The one that's bad. An ass. Just. A big, a big butt. Just ass. I just like it's just crazy to think about how like all these events happened so close together that like that's the reason I like the what I the things I like. It all happened in like a month. <laughs> like anything else could have happened. Well, it probably in a way you were going through you. It was a it was an awakening. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it was a it was a sort of uh, <clears throat> it was one of those times where you you all of a sudden you have major growth. In, yeah. into into yourself as an individual. See yeah. for for me that happened that happened at a very young age with Kiss. That was that was the one for me. Kiss yeah. propelled me into just a new place. See that start like Kiss started everything for me because of like I've I've yeah. mentioned a hundred times that Halloween special with like yep. Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. But like yeah. it's just I don't know. It, what if it could have been anything else? What if it what if I discovered Wu Tang clan that day? <laughs> right, like in the right. completely different path. Right. Like it just, I but don't know. it may not. It may, you know. We we always say how it is, may, it may how, not have grabbed me. Yeah. How is a personality shaped by Tem- its tem- events, and, temperamental proclivities yeah. intersecting with environmental stimulus and factors? Yeah. That's how it happens. Wu Tang Clan may not even have struck a chord with you. May not. It was yeah. like the perfect. Yeah, couple things it's just, lined up. I find out like I just had this conversation. Tuesday, I was doing Powerhawk Alpha stuff, and I, we were talking about like just our influences and stuff. Because me and my drummer Luke are the ones who were like really into power metal. The rest of them are like into it, but it's like we don't know as much as you do. And so I was like giving them bands to like look up and stuff. And I'm like, the big one is fucking Stradivarius. Listen to everything Stradivarius you can get your hands on. And these bands have are such in the states have like what appear to be no legacy. Like these bands kind of pop up here and there. Some people, if you know about them, you're into them. Mm-hmm. But like that's it. And fucking Stradivarius's first album came out in '89. Yeah, they've been around. And like they've been around forever, and yeah. nobody knows here. And it's just it blows my mind. I put them. I put have them. such a legacy. Like there, I can't stand them. You can't stand Stradivarius. I can't stand them. I put them in the same ballpark oh. as like Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh. It just puts me to fucking sleep. Have you heard? Have you okay? Have you heard? I can see some of that with their old stuff. Have you heard specifically the album Nemesis? Oh yeah, Nemesis is like 
Yeah. It's so, there's so much going on. It bores the living shit out. Oh my God. It's the same, it's the same thing with dream, you think it's, dream sorry. theater. See, I, I'm dream theater. Stradivarius. Is, dream theater is incredibly impressive, but I don't enjoy listening to it. Yeah, it's it's too much. It just bores the living shit out of me. Oh God, I love it. So I, that's, I mean, it's funny, the difference between you and I, yeah. you know what I mean? Because Do you think maybe it's a, it's almost an overstimulant that you like it? You get bored of it because there's just so much going on that you can't like. No, no, because you know because I like things like Portishead. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Portishead, how many fucking people are in that band? <laughs> like, like I mean, it's like Slipknot. There's like yeah. a dozen people playing them. But anyway, I and I like I like some seriously complex music, mm-hmm. but stuff like that seems it doesn't it doesn't emote anything. You know, to 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 my ears, it's just, it's like you're you're looking for the like the the almost like emotional tie to like a personal event kind of thing that like the the the, the connection to it more so right. than see I, I don't I connect to some music like that, but when it when what grabs me is emotional music is when it's it's theatrical emotional it, it right. it's, it makes you feel something because the music itself is is saying it and i don't mean like verb i don't mean like lyrically i mean like the when the music is powerful the music is sad or when it's uplifting like that's what i feel right. more so than tying a lyric to my life kind of thing i mean i don't different bands grab me for different reasons yeah. but what i can tell you for absolute certain is stradivarius bores the living shit out that's of me. cool yeah. even though it's not in in and of itself, it's not boring music. Yeah, yeah. But but if I had to choose between listening to a Stradivarius album or a Mr. Bungle album, yeah, I'll listen to Mr. Bungle Fair. because to me, it's just as complex. But Mr. Bungle is much more entertaining for me. I can get much more enjoyment out of it, and I think part of that is that's a lot of the reason why I like punk rock as yeah. much as I do. You, there's there's something to be said about something uh, stripped back and simplistic that can do complex things yeah that something does not have to in and of itself be profoundly complex to be profound oh yeah absolutely no yeah that's why that's why i like the ramones that's why i like the misfits you know that's 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 why i always like the burn naked ladies because they have something to say and there's not always it's it's not not always crazy stupid all the time too you know what i mean like there's it's weird how you have you know you can have you say if you looked at, you know, my record collection, yeah. how it how it can swing from one end to the other, yeah, yeah. you know, fairly quickly. But it's strange because I think I think you're tied to in a in an emotional sense to the music that you listen to, just mm-hmm. the same way as you're tied to your process of actually experiencing the emotions that you feel. That's fair. You know, yeah. you have your own unique way of understanding yourself in an emotional way. Yeah. And you associate some of that with the music that yeah. you listen to. Yeah. And then it stimulates you in certain ways. You know, there's there's a reason I don't like the Smiths and I don't like Morrissey. Because that because that pushes in an emotional button in me yeah. that I do not I don't like there's, going there's very few there's very few acts or or even albums that like 
have like I can't listen to anymore for that reason. Right. There's only two I can think of, and even now, like the, enough time has passed that I listen to them now. But it's strange one after the burial, and I always sing the praises of after the burial. Right. And I cannot listen to uh, is it dream chasing dreams, dream sequence, dreams in dreams. It's called in dreams. I can't. It's right. with past relationships. Makes it hard to listen to that album. And unfortunately, actually, what I just listened to earlier today, Autotheism by The, the Faceless, right. is one that I'm like, ah, God damn it, I love this album and I can't listen to it anymore. Right. Yeah. See, I don't have that. I don't, oh, or at least not with the music that I like. I've never, I've yeah. never liked The Smiths and I've never liked Morrissey. So it doesn't, it's not. There's no sense of frustration there for me. Yeah. Oh, no, not being able to listen to In Dreams drives me nuts. And like, I can't listen to it, but it's like, I listen to it once and then it's like it, a year will go by before I listen to it again. And it's right. just like, it's just, the music's still good. I still enjoy the album, but it just puts me back in a place where it's like, ah, it's just, this is just tainted now a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's hard if you have a, if you have a profound emotional event. Yeah. You know, there's not much music that like I just don't like. That I can't because I try to find it drives me nuts when people are just like I don't like this band fuck them they're awful <laughs> and it's like because <laughs> I love her to death my girlfriend is that way I don't like this band they're fucking terrible no they're not you just don't like them right <laughs> like that's not it's a very different those are two very different things you can I get that you're just like fuck that band I don't like them they're fucking garbage. No rational thinking says otherwise. <laughs> like you just don't like that band and that's fine. But uh, the fact that you see right. no merit in it at all. It's like right. the example I always use, I fucking hate August well, Burns but, Red, but I they're mean, a good band. I just don't like them. Per- perception is reality. You know I what guess, I mean? Man. Your your her reality is like, oh my god, this band is fucking awful. Yeah. The same way my reality is if you fucking play a a Morrissey song, I'm gonna hit you in the face. There's just but you cannot deny 10 million Morrissey fans who love and, who love Morrissey and like a 30 plus year career yeah. that he's been one he's of doing the most something right successful solo artists that yeah. have ever came out of England. So yeah, he's doing something. It's right. just, I guess it's one of those things where it's like I I it it always it always reeks of jealousy but i know it's not it's cuz it's it's that <laughs> that that mindset of well i don't fucking like that band it's like no they're really good though i don't fucking like that band is it, well are you doing that are you right. a successful musician that's being paid to play no then shut up but i mean there's always that like i have bands that i fucking hate like i hate angels to airwaves i fucking hate them yeah now my difference there is though is i don't think that's a good band like, I don't think they – I think they have a musical merit, and I understand people who enjoy it, but I don't think they're good at what they do. <laughs> like, well, I think they're very good at what they really? do. Really? Because I don't. Yeah, they're very – I think there are a lot of bands that do it way better than they do who get, don't get enough recognition. Well, 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah, but they get pl- – I think 30 Seconds to Mars is really good. Right. <sighs> the difference between this band sucks and I don't like this band. Asking Alexandria kind of sucked. <laughs> Wasn't it really wasn't a whole lot going on in that music. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, not great. But again, I get why some people like it. But I just didn't think there was. I was like, that band just sucks. I just don't. Right. It's not good. Right. It's not well written music. See, that's how I get. Um, that's how I get whenever I hear some forty one. Whenever I hear that band, I just go, why? You yeah. know, I find yeah. myself like, how did this happen? 
Yeah. How to, I feel like you, who let them out of Canada? If you, if you, know you <laughs> aren't doing something musically profound, right. you need to be doing something emotionally profound. Are you on Facebook? I bet you probably lay in bed for hours mindlessly scrolling through bullshit being posted by people that you hardly know and probably don't care about. Well, break up the monotony of a bunch of dumbasses whining about shit you don't care about and go like Music the Lifeblood on Facebook. That way, you can get some meaningful metal, hardcore, and punk rock shit in your news feed. Facebook.com backslash Music the Lifeblood. Motherfucker! Like, you need to con- – that's the way I feel about it. You need to okay. be – your music needs to – one way or the other, that's how usually you grab me, which I usually right. I, I definitely stay more to the I need to be musically impressed is kind of the area right. I stay in. But like with Burn Naked Ladies, they're not – they're good musicians, but they're not technical musicians. Right. But like it grabbed me in a way because that was one of the few bands that made me feel something. So when I find a band that is not saying anything profound, it's not playing anything impressive, it's like, fuck off! Why? Why? <laughs> like... Well, that's the... I, th- I think that's the... Um, uh, the gripe. The gripe about our... the Our community of people have with... Uh, with... Um, Sort of terrestrial FM rock radio, fucking five finger death punch and yeah. Ender. There's yeah. The frustration about that stuff is that it to me it is so fucking cookie cutter. It's the worst. Everything sounds the same, and that in and of itself is. Yeah, and it, and it's everything sounds the same in a very manufactured. I way. have a very specific name for that genre and it's really offensive <laughs> so i always am like i want to say it because it's funny but it's like it's really bad <laughs> how bad is it i mean it's a class system insult okay so it's like it's i feel bags i know people who like that genre right and it's not across the board but a lot of times, the people who listen to and play that particular genre of music right. are a particular way. I'll just leave it that way. And I was t- talking with – I bumped into the guys from Void King the other night at a bar. And one of these bands right. was on stage. And we were just chuckling at it. And I was like, I refer to these bands as trailer core. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Which right. is right. fucking awful. Like, that is the worst <laughs> thing. I've. What's one of the worst things I've ever said? Like, well, I hate that. I mean, you can't. It's. But, like, it's because it's so shitty. But it's, it's like that's the five fits, finger death punch, you know, disturbed. Yeah. All that shit. It's yeah. just like. Yeah. It's like I've always just referred to it as. Even like some Lamb of God. I like Lamb of God, but even right. like. A little bit of Lamb of God in there, like it's trailer core. I uh, yeah, I you know, I mean there can be good things said about there can be good things said about anything about a band like Five Finger Death Punch because I mean it it is keeping it's keeping metal alive. It's bringing metal to a new a new audience. Yeah, it's keeping sort of heavy music because why that kid listens to Five Finger Death Punch might stumble across Gojira. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. he could. could, It could be a door. It could be a gateway band. Yeah, exactly. But I just, it's so. And again, the argument I just had clearly they're doing something right. Yeah. And am I just jealous? Am I just a jealous fuck? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you gave me a lot of money, I would be in Five Finger Death Punch. You know what I mean? I have a. I have a. there's a line 
of okay. bands I would be in for money and bands I will not be in for money, and they follow <laughs> they follow on the not side. Right. Like even like I would join him join him to break him up. Yeah, you know, we've had that discussion. Yeah. <laughs> shine down, I'll be in Shine Down. Give me money, I'll fucking play in Shine Down. Great. <laughs> you you give me money, I'll be in fucking uh uh Nickelback. I'll play for Nickelback. Right. I don't wanna, but it's fine. <laughs> not gonna play in Five Finger Death Punch. I'm not gonna play in <laughs> not Disturbed. Gonna, not gonna I'm, happen. I'm not gonna play in Mushroom Head. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. They go through people real yeah, quick. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna play in Butcher Babies. <laughs> I'm not gonna play in. The money's probably good in the Butcher. I'm babies. Not gonna play in a mirror. No. Uh, no. Not gonna play in asking. I think I might play in Attack Attack. <laughs> just, just for funsies. Grab core. I think I might. I already grab core all the time anyway. Regard. Right. I hate that genre, but when I'm on stage, my. My go-to is fucking get low. That's just, I think, my generation thing. Let's do some crabbage. Yeah, I think like there's there's a there's a line. There's a yeah. like a well-defined line. It's a big line. I'm always kind of I'm, you know, I mean we've I think I told this story on a, an episode a long time ago. I was in a record store, and the guy was like, "I'm into heavy stuff." Yeah, and I'm, and I'm all like, "Oh, cool, new suffocation is really great." Yeah, he's like he's like, "Oh yeah." You know, I, I really like Five Finger Death Punch. And I remember just being like... Because, <sighs> like, it, you don't want to offend them because they yeah. like what they like. Yeah. But your gut instinct is like... <clears throat> like, your gut yes. instinct is to yeah. chuckle. Yeah. Because I literally, yeah. literally yesterday, I had this conversation with a guy. And I listened. To, I was listening to a podcast. And uh, I was listening to, like, a music podcast. Like, you listen to, like, you like that heavy stuff? And I was like, yeah, man, I, I get into the heavy stuff. And I'm usually I'm listening to, like, a monomarth, something that's... Heavy, but not offensive. Like, I'm not going to throw in fucking Rings of Saturn. I'm right. not going to throw in Cannibal Corpse. And, like, it's heavy, but it's at least somewhat palatable. So like, you like that heavy shit, don't you? like, yeah, man, I do. I, I like the the metal and stuff. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm really into Hinder right now. I was like, don't laugh. Don't laugh at him. Don't laugh at him. <laughs> That's just what I... What some I was people, like, some oh. people just don't dig, though. You know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah. oh yeah, for sure. They take the surface level. And- yeah, it's like it's like how you and I are with sports. See, that's not entirely true because I do enjoy sports. I, I don't. I do. I enjoy yeah, football. I, I enjoy don't. hockey. I know. I know. I you. Know, uh, I like going to baseball games, but I don't like watching baseball on TV. Right. I could name a few football teams. I fucking hate shooty hoops. Shooty hoops. I hate shooty hoops. Shooty hoops. Um, there was a there was a baseball team called the Oilers. The Oilers. Yes. I don't think they're one now. I couldn't fucking tell you. Yeah. I watch a lot of uh, roller derby, but men's and women's. Any, anyway, watch a lot of sumo. Anyway, what it, what I'm what I'm saying is that the people that watch games every week. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a religion. Probably, yeah, it's you something know, they're very we, into. When we would be like, when we would be like, well, are the Oilers still a team? They'd probably fucking laugh at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's your first I, reaction. Ba- baseball, bleh, basketball's the one that I'm, I don't know shit about. Some of the day I was, I was talking about the Charlotte Hornets and they're like, I was like, I remember the fucking Charlotte Hornets and they're like, what do you mean you remember the Charlotte Hornets? I'm like, cause they like, aren't a team anymore like they've been a team again since like 2005 and i was like oh <laughs> i had no idea last i knew they were gone right yeah and there's like kentucky has some team now and i was like the fuck is this what it, what happened <laughs> remember when the nuggets sucked and now they're like the best <laughs> i had no idea remember when the bulls were the best and now right. they're like Meh. they're awful now 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, 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 think, I can't I, tell you you're wrong or you're right. It's, so, I mean, to me, that's just it's just funny the difference between the two worlds. I yeah, think yeah. everybody's everybody's passionate about something. Absolutely, but, yeah. Like, I don't know. I think the I think the the hardcore music fans tend to be a bit more snooty about their about what they're passionate. Oh yeah, about. I am that guy. Like, I will openly admit that mm-hmm. I am a bit of a music snob. Like, I. I Sorry, I try. I try to rein it in, but sometimes it's hard. Right. Like I, I openly I, admit, I you know I make, I crack jokes about bands. Constantly. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I remember somebody played me Melanie Martinez a while back, and I was just like Melanie Martinez, more like Melanie Fartinez. <laughs> and and like, actually, showed me a new Lady Gaga song last night that I actually really enjoyed. So, mm. Mm, yes, mm. Gaga. <laughs> I actually really like Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's cool. I got no problem with Gaga. I, I like, got no problem with Katy Perry. I like that. Thanks, um, okay, sometimes. It's a song she's playing the piano. Lady Gaga? Yeah. Most of them? Yeah, she, just goes, <laughs> she goes, how, how? I died, man. I don't with know. With your long hair and your tight jeans and your blah, blah, blah. I've, I've come. I like that song. Good. I'm glad. I it's not a real good description. I don't know how so. the rest of it goes. I uh yeah. I've come I don't think I come to the conclusion because I think there is a part of me that does that music snob. There is a part of me that wants to be that wants to like things that are weird. Like I don't do it consciously, but right. I think there is something in, in me that's like be different, be different, <laughs> do different things. Dude. So like I Go think it's the great. Yeah, I think there is something in me that just likes to be the weirdo for right. some reason. Well, no, there's I mean there's probably some truth to that. The funny thing the the funny thing about our own individual experience, especially yeah. from an artistic standpoint. Now whether you're creating art or just enjoying art. Yeah. Still artistic standpoint, so I want to make that point because consumption sometimes is sometimes can be very similar to the process of creation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So whether 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 you enjoy one thing or the other, that sort of thing, somebody's going to be critical about it. Obviously. Oh yeah, Abs- oh absolutely. But the the weird thing is the weird thing is it's always strange when the criticism gets to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. When, when it starts to bother you, because that's at the point you start to understand that, oh my God, I've, I've, I consider this to be of personal nature. Yeah. You know, yeah. I remember the first time I heard AFI on the radio, just how fucking angry I got because they weren't my band anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like the things I gravitate towards are incredibly niche and sometimes musically and in all things. Right. And I think I get really passionate about things that have no like outlet. Like, <laughs> right, right. like I fucking love sumo wrestling. I can't do that here. Not only can I not do that here, right. I can't participate because I'm, Caucasian. I can't even do it there. <laughs> like, I they can't. don't have white sumo wrestlers? They have American sumo wrestlers, but it's very small. It's very niche. It's right. very expensive. And if you go to Japan, you Americans are not allowed to participate because of, you know, bombs and such. <laughs> I think that's one of those leftover rules. Yeah. Uh, but like, even like with the power metal thing, like that was when it, when I got into it, I mean, less so now, I think I don't think it's less so now. I think it's just that I'm exposed to it more now, so I, I see it in more places. Right. But when it came out, what was popular was Attack Attack and like all those core bands and yeah. Action Alexandria. I just so call it 2007. Is the aughts? Yeah, the that's, aughts. that's just what I. So call like it. that to me was going against the grain. Right. This is I like this because it's different. 
And I think that carries over into all things in my life. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. Yes. I got a question. Yes. I got a question. Are there any, are there any music genres like you were mentioning about sumo? Mm -hmm. Are there any musical genres that you, nope, sorry, we're turning you away. What do you, you know what do you that mean? you can't do this because it's ours. It's our thing. Like you mean like we, I think that yeah, or someone has told me that? Well, I mean either one. And we both know what the answer it's is. It's shoegaze. No. Oh, it's so black she- metal. It's it's specifically there's a lot of there's a there's a there's a very there's a, there's a, 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 a very thick impenetrable candy it's, it's shell almost a fraternity around like, you yeah, gotta, you gotta around get in Norwegian black metal. Yeah. Yeah, and I like I don't I don't ever want you can, to no, play any, anyone black metal. Can, anyone can get into shoe But can you? Really? Because it's, it's, I think they'll, they'll let you in because they don't want to talk to you because they're awkward. But I think yeah. you'll yeah, never they, be they, accepted. They, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't walk up to you to tell you to leave. They yeah, just, they just, just like, they just let you do your thing and ignore you like fucking high school. It'd be awkward all night. They yeah. look, at, look at you like Shitty this glances at you all night. <laughs> yeah, that's, they'll let you in. They're just not going to talk to you. <laughs> Black metal is going to like stab you and push you back out the door. Right. Have yeah. you ever thought about the the uh, the embodiment of a genre of music if it had to be embodied into one person? Like it, that person does not have to be normal. <laughs> like what does that person look like? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like your scene sucks. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Dis- yeah. You're but like distilling them down. That's to- still that's representing a realistic example almost. Right, right. I'm saying it's like. What would this being <laughs> look like? Maybe not person. What was he? If you had to like take a, genre, a subgenre and boil it down to an entity, right. <laughs> what would it look like? I mean, if we, if it's the black metal thing, yeah. I, I mean, I think it probably skinny. Really? See, I I'm, no don't th- don't think person. Think entity. It can oh, be an entity. anything. Oh, okay, okay. It can be anything. It would be like a. It would be like a a shadow. Yeah, that, that moves. Yeah, on its own and and just makes like not white noise, but just really harsh sound. <laughs> just like it's like that's when you know it's coming. You're just like oh, like it's like a mixture of like sticks breaking under <laughs> under a foot and, and a guitar really far away and locusts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the sound of the sound of locusts. And it like would it like that'd be a really good horror villain. That's a really good horror movie. Oh, that's like Slenderman. Absolutely. That's like Oh, and Slenderman has a suit on though. It's too formal. Well like it needs to just be this black amorphous like it needs to be sharp. Like it ha- the amorphous needs to be sharp, but the, it needs to be the monster blobby. The, the the monster from Insidious. No. Well, no, no. Like, remember that scene where she's uh, she's talking to the the mom or something, and it's like behind her. Yeah, it's in the well, not behind her, but it's in a dream sequence where you can see it kind of standing it's, over by the legs bed, and, and they're all like, "What do you want?" And it points at the kid. Like, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, black yeah. metal. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? Right? Yeah. When we were talking about um, Alien, like, yeah. if, yeah. if like black metal was a movie, it'd be Alien. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's trapped in a, conspi- a confined space alone with something that wants to kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty black metal. Right, right. Yeah. Like wet. You yeah. know what I mean? Wet. See, I feel I always cold. I always assume uh if you had to put uh tech death right. into some sort of human or some sort of embodiment, it'd be something like the alien itself. <laughs> right. It'd be something just like, "What? I'm I, not sure what that is, but it's Scary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think like 
when it when it comes to like really progressive music, I just think of an abacus. Like okay, an, ab- yeah. an abacus with legs. Hmm. See, I always, like, what's the what's the one that's like? <laughs> it's not a griffin, but the one that has like four legs. It has like a horse body, right. but it also has wings and it has like the beak. But it's like half lion too. It has a. Is it the manticore? Is a manticore that one? I can't remember. I don't know. That's what I always see. Is like what's the griffin? Is that the eagle mouth? Yeah, eagle head. That's yeah, eagle head on the horse body. But there's one that has like like it has the horse body and then it has. Like an upright chest, almost of like right. a of like a human, but it's it's like liony, but then its head's bird. I think it's Slenderman. You're right, it's Slenderman, <laughs> the the Slenderman. Anyway, what it what what about it? I know, that's just what I always see is like as like uh, prog music. Oh, okay, something, okay, something okay. that's something that's kind okay. of a fucking concoction, but it's <laughs> but it's still very regal, <laughs> like <laughs> like a liger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's bred for it. Doom Metal is the biggest, slowest troll. <laughs> the <laughs> biggest. Like, it literally, like, it, it's a mountain right. and it's been dormant for thousands of years. <laughs> and it just stands up one day and, like, moves <laughs> a little and lays back down. <laughs> like, that's, that's Doom Metal. What is it? Uh, what is it? Um, uh, never Ending Story. The dog? Fucking. The big dragon, Falcor? No, no, the no, dragon no, dog. No, no, is that I, his name? No, Falcor. Yeah, doesn't seem like a very good dragon yeah, dog yeah. name. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the scene where the horse uh, succumbs to the to the swamp. Man, it's been years since I've seen that. Movie. Anyway, anyway, uh, Treyu has this. Uh, he's got this white horse. I can't remember what the horse is called, but mm. they they got to traverse through this like muddy swamp, and the longer you're in there the sadder you become and the swamp will slowly begin to overtake you. Yeah. And the horse starts to get depressed. Yeah. And he loses the horse. Does the horse speak or is it just like, no, 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 no. The horse like, it's like quicksand. It's like quick mud that sucks the horse in. And it's easily one of the saddest things I've ever seen. And that's what I think of when I hear shoegaze. Really? Yes. Yes. Because the kid is covered in mud. There's no sun shining. The horse is fucking dead. You're no, you watch your horse die like in front of you. Suffocate into a bog. We see very in, different ways into, that you get in, into a bog of mud. And that is like I literally when I was a kid, I guarantee I first time I watched it, I would have said, that's Oathbreaker. <laughs> you know see, what I mean? I think that's I feel wolves, like, that's wolves in the I feel room. like that's closer to to the black gaze thing. But I feel like shoegaze is that's way too fucking metal to be shoegaze. Well, Watching you gotta, you your gotta, horse die in you gotta front watch of you. it. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. This okay. here's the thing about it. Here's <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. Here's the okay. thing that it's sad as hell. Yeah. It sounds sad as hell. It does. It sounds sad. You watched you watched your companion die. You watched you watched your best friend dead. So yeah. here, okay. Here oh, we we're go. gonna watch it right now. Here we go. Oh my God, there's more things happening than I want to be. That's happening. an ad. That's a YouTube ad. That's an ad. Okay, hold on. Hold that on was loud. Hold on a second. We don't want to get sued. <laughs> I, can All we? Right, we don't. La 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 la. Putting not, an ad not, on air seems like not, we're just helping them. Not, I don't. La la la. I don't not, think that's getting sued. Not getting sued. La la la. <laughs> not getting sued. Okay, here you go. Okay, how long is this clip? Oh, it's like a minute. Okay, if cool. That. Anyway, you can see there's his horse, right? Yeah, pretty white there horse. There it is. And he's like, "Come on, horse." Well, that horse is in there deep. And the horse is like, "Bro, nah, 
Nah, brah. I can't even. I don't even want to be here. I can't even. And he's like, come on, you're my fucking horse. Horse is like, nah, fuck you, I'm a horse. My horse yeah. I'm you know, a horse. Look how awful this is. <clears throat> you know what I mean? How can this not be... It's way too shoegaze. Is it's not shoe? It's still too metal. That horse is dying in the mud. Oh god, that mud is so deep. I feel so bad for that horse because I actually put that horse in that mud. They <laughs> I did. Feel bad for that horse. Like that's a real horse. Like this is is fucking what's happening. Also, why is that kid not stuck in the mud? Because he's look at this. It's pretty rough. Sucks. God, this movie's sad. I don't want to watch this movie ever again now. Horse this is rough. Dies. You can't tell me that is an oathbreaker. This is this is too this is too that it's is too it's too metal still. That is oathbreaker embodied. Dying in dying in mud is pretty fucking metal. Like well, I don't, well, when I is mean, this horse head going to become a fake horse head? I mean, they pushed the limits back then. That it just that's actually where it cuts yeah. in the movie. You don't yeah. see him die. No. Ah. It's awful. It's that's, awful. That's pretty anyway. awful. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, hmm. that's 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 black gaze. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll agree that's, with that. That's shoe, absolutely shoe gaze. Gaze. That's way too metal for shoe gaze, for just plain old shoe gaze. Right. It needs to be like an awkward like I don't know. It needs like a flannel shirt that's alive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's shoe gaze. Or the guys from Deaf Heaven just standing on your yard. <laughs> It's, like standing all just in a group, awkward, just staring through the front window from like fifty feet away, like right? not even close, like, just is, like who are those people? And they're like, <laughs> what are they is doing? That <laughs> that's that's shoegaze. That's that is that is shoegaze. I, it is it is crazy how prevalent shoegaze is as a genre now, but how it's nowhere. I've not <laughs> right. We talked once about, seen a shoegaze. We need show. To, we need to do the shoegaze episode. We need to go or like film ourselves going to record stores and trying to find like shoegaze flyers and like where are they (laughs) where do they play magically 150 people are at the shows yeah it's like who how why all right let's wrap it up (laughs) yeah let's wrap it up up. uh okay go visit the music the lifeblood the patreon Mm -hmm. Mm p-a-t-r-e-o-n you can donate to the show you can get some cool stuff Music the Lifeblood is also on YouTube with our companion show that I host Vinyl Thursday and Conversations from the Pit with Johnny, with my co-host Johnny Carter, and then we have Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Twitter. Yep, there it is. So go check stuff out. All right, I'm gonna go be sad about about a horse dying about the horse horribly dying on a on a in children's movie mud in a children's movie. I want to make that abundantly that- clear. When that you, is a children's movie. At the end of the never-ending story, when you meet the nothing, mm-hmm. it's terrifying. Is it really? It's fucking. Terrifying. Does the horse come back in the end when everything when they beat the beat the bad guy? I'm going to say no, just in mm. case some of you haven't seen it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I've not seen it. I also probably won't watch it. Oh god, it's sad. All I know is that in the third one, there's a very young Jack Black. <laughs> That's all I know about the never-ending story three. Right. <laughs> all, right. all right, we're done. Music yep, to yep, live yep. blood. Something old. Something new. What are you listening to? Doesn't really matter if we live or die